This is News Talk. Well, we'll begin with the Irish Times, which is looking at another area of society who are struggling, and it's students. So the paper says that hundreds of third-level students who don't get grants for college are being funded by charities to pay for their fees and other expenses. The Society of St Vincent de Paul says it spent around €2 million last year to support 600 students, many of whom fall outside the threshold for state grants. So the students, according to the SVP have to demonstrate that they have applied for all the available state funding or other grants because we know we do have the SUSE system in this country uh, uh, but for a lot of these students they don't qualify. Unfortunately for some of the students even if they do qualify for some of the state grants it still isn't enough money to make ends meet when they go to college so they have to contact SVP for help. Uh, So the charity spent about €4 million last year supporting families with education costs at all levels but half of that went on people accessing third level education and training courses so I suppose there'd be two uh, schools of thought here, one would be make college free for everybody and then we don't have to worry about this or secondly maybe change the criteria around the grant system because there's students out there who don't qualify for a grant because I assume the household income from where they come is too high And yet, despite that income, they aren't able to make ends meet. That's the front of the Irish Times. The other big story is the main story of the morning about our child and adolescent mental health system in this country. Uh, So the Irish Times looks at one element of it, which found that over 100 mentally ill children, including some on medication, were left up to two years without care. The Mental Health Commission identifies serious risk to the safety and well-being of children accessing CAMS, including 140 with open cases who had been lost to follow up. So there's no checking in with these children to see how they're doing. The 140 open cases are known to be in the area of Clare, Limerick and North Tipperary. It would beg the question, uh, does this mean that what went on in Kerry with the Child and Adult Adolescent Mental Health Services, what went on in Kerry... Was that an isolated incident or is there a bigger problem with CAMS in Ireland? We're waiting for the full report later this year, but the interim report uh, certainly doesn't look good. It's also the front of the Irish Independent. Children under mental health treatment lost in HSE system. Many children with mental health difficulties were effectively forgotten by the HSE and left on medication for years without follow-up appointments or Monitoring. The other big story, of course, is this uh, death of a man in hospital in Cork. The Irish Independent reports that Gardaí are investigating if an issue over noise triggered a fatal attack on an 89-year-old patient by a younger patient in Cork Hospital. Uh, the dead man has been named as Matthew Healy, a father of four from Bearings in Cork. Uh, And the other really sad element of this is his wife only died a couple of weeks ago on January 2nd and the couple lost a daughter in an accident too some years ago. Um, So very, very tragic indeed. But Gardaí looking to see if there was a problem with noise which may have allegedly agitated one patient and then another patient died. Now, the Irish Daily Star also goes with that on the front page. OAP 89 killed in hospital murder probe 
to be launched as man in 30s arrested and the Irish Sun has it on its front page too, beaten to death in hospital. The Irish Daily Mail looks at another health service crisis, this time home help. Uh, they say another crisis is looming over the lack of home help support for hospital patients ready to be discharged. This all goes back to that horrible phrase, bed blockers, where we have people in the hospital who don't need to be there. They don't need to be in hospital, but they do need some element of care. So the obvious thing would be, let's get them home and let's get some home help in for them. But the mail says that the home help system is short of millions of hours in support for patients at home and doctors are reluctant to discharge vulnerable patients unless they have proper home help support in place, which of course is a proper order there. So we're over 2.5 million hours shy of our target to let bed blockers go home. The Irish Times looks at the abuse of referees uh, and it's become all too familiar on a Monday morning you come in you read the papers and there's another example of abuse of referees around the country so now they've an interview in the Irish Times with Minister Thomas Byrne who's the Minister for Sport who says that his officials have begun discussions with Sport Ireland on what actions can be taken to tackle abuse aimed at referees Um, There were a number of alleged attacks on referees and GA matches in particular last year. Really serious assaults indeed. So now Minister Byrne says that uh, sporting organisations have to deal with incidents strongly. And they've an interview in the Irish Times with referee David Murphy, who was overseeing an under-16s camogie match in Dublin when he had to leave, sorry, when he had to leave when he had to have a parent removed from the sidelines. That parent had to leave because of the abuse. Apparently the man started cursing at him over a particular decision that day. The man was very aggressive and shouted at him, you're not effing seeing it right, that's my effing daughter, is what the referee says. So you do wonder, why would referees even bother? I mean, it's not as if you get paid a whole pile for refing a match to put up with that sort of abuse. Anyway, the latest in the Irish Times is that they're looking into it and something might happen about abuse of referees. If you're on Revolution, you'll be interested in uh, some of the stories in the papers, including the Irish Sun this morning. Revolute is uh, about to offer main account facilities to its 2 million Irish customers because Revolut has been granted the use of Irish IBANs, in case you haven't heard, which means now that Revolut can offer direct debits that can be paid from your Revolut account, or you can get your wages paid directly into Revolut. Bit of a headache for the mainstream banks, because this is what Revolut is able to do. A lot of people uh, using Revolut an awful lot more in Ireland, 2 million customers here. But if they're going to be able to offer proper banking facilities, you'd imagine that the more established banks will get very, very nervous. Dara Cassidy from Bonkers.ie says that two of the main things holding Revolut back from customers adopting it as their main bank account was the lack of a bank guarantee and the use of non-Irish IBANs. Now, your IBAN um, will be LK, I think it is, rather than IE, your IBAN number, uh, because obviously they're based in Lithuania. Maybe it's LT, I can't see it here in the article. But anyway, you're going to get an IBAN if you're on Revolut and you'll be able to get paid directly into it and save money in the vault and all those other things that people on Revolut do. Politicians are turning to TikTok. They're gone off Twitter, it would seem, in the mail. Uh, we are told that uh, basically Simon Harris, Minister for Justice and Higher Education, has been replaced by Michael Healy Ray as the new king 
of TikTok. So a lot of politicians turning to TikTok now instead of Twitter to deliver their message. And TikTok has overtaken Twitter and YouTube in the Irish social media popularity stakes. So Simon Harris became a political TikTok pioneer. He joined in March 2021, got an awful lot of followers, an awful lot of views. But now Michael Healy Ray is closing in on Simon Harris, according to the Mail. Clips of Michael Healy Ray trying out an electric bike in Budapest attracted 828,000 views. And then he got 1.3 million views in a video showing him yelping, is how the Mail describes it, as he drives out of a shop and nearly crashes into another bike. A later video of his ice skating attempt had the TD compared to Bambi on ice. So Michael Healy Ray, the new TikTok king uh, of politicians in Ireland. A couple of final stories for you. One from the Mail. You may have heard that Beyonce had a big concert in Dubai. Her first concert in more than four years. Uh, A lot of people wondering, why was she doing it? Why does she need the money? Well, it's all about the coin because Beyonce was paid over 21 million euro for her performance. She only got up and sang for 73 minutes in Dubai, which means that she got 300 grand every 60 seconds. Uh, She was launching a new ultra-luxury hotel in Dubai. A lot of people criticised her for performing in Dubai because her last album celebrated queer culture, and yet here she is, her first concert, performing in Dubai. The hotel is the Atlantis, the Royal, in Dubai, and you can pay 260 grand a night for a suite in the hotel. And for that, you'll get gold-plated toothbrushes, butlers and a choice of activities, including dolphin meditation, where you go out and meditate with dolphins for 260 grand a night. And final story comes from The Telegraph, and they're looking at men working from home versus women working from home, and husbands slack off on chores when their wives are working from home. I don't think anyone will be choking over their cornflakes shocked at this story. Women do more of the jobs around the house when both of them are working remotely. Men only pick up the work rate at home. They only do more chores when their wife goes to the office. Scientists found that both partners in a marriage do more household tasks when they're flexible working. However, husbands were found to do fewer chores on days when their wife worked from home compared to when she was in the office. Women, however, did just as much housework irrespective of where their husband was working on any given day. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is News Talk.